When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. So yesterday was a very eventful day uh, in sports media, as far as, far as I'm concerned. Uh, they were talking a lot of basketball yesterday on ESPN First Take, and one of the topics that they were discussing was... Who is the biggest threat to the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference this season? And out of all of the teams that they could have selected, they decided to go with the Los Angeles Clippers, who have a 24, no, who have a 22 and 4 record since December 4th, uh, since December 1st. So they've lost basically an average of two games per month. They've lost an average of two games uh, per month over the last two months. The Clippers have been red hot and they've been playing extremely well and they just came off. An extremely, extremely impressive win against the Boston Celtics in Boston. But while they were discussing that, the conversation began to veer off. And Stephen A. Smith then decided to bring up Russell Westbrook. And when he brought up Russell Westbrook during this segment, you could begin to see the discomfort on Shannon Sharp's face during that segment. Now, why would Shannon Sharp feel a certain level of discomfort? The reason Shannon would feel that way is because Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, were amongst the biggest attackers of Russell Westbrook for the year and a half that he was with the Los Angeles Lakers. It almost became became a daily thing where Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp would trash Russell Westbrook every single day. Every single day they trashed him. And he would always blame everything on Russell Westbrook. Was Russell Westbrook really good as a Laker? No. But was he the only reason that the Lakers sucked? Well, no. Because the Lakers, as we speak today, they still suck without Russell Westbrook. And there were all type of negative reports coming out talking about he's a vampire and all of these things. All of these things. And Shannon Sharp was the one pushing that line. He was front and center. So I thought it was just so incredible to see the guy look like he was about to burst into tears listening to Russell Westbrook get his flowers on live TV, knowing that he was one of the main people that trashed Russell Westbrook all of this year and actually, I believe, ended up hurting his market value in terms of his ability to earn money in the marketplace because then Russell Westbrook is now earning, what, $3 million per year. Thanks to these guys and the way that they trashed them. So that's the segment that we really want to get into today. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is really simple. Instead of just selecting a team, you just select two or more players, pick more or less their projected stats, and then you place your entry. For example, this week, I'm selecting two entries. Stephen Curry for more than 25 points, and then I got Anthony Davis for more than two blocks, and Damian Lillard for more for more than four three-pointers made. Price Picks is also the only daily sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So for example, if you have a player who gets injured in the first half and doesn't return to the second half, that player gets automatically rebooted. 
What I also love about Price Picks is that it offers weekly promotions like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's go to pricepick.com slash CLNS, use code CLNS for a first deposit match to, of up to $100. And once again, once you support this sponsor, you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So what we want to do is want to play, uh, the, you know, what Stephen A. Smith had to say on uh, ESPN uh, first take yesterday about Russell Westbrook. And we also want to show Shannon Sharp's face at periods of time because he looked totally uh, uncomfortable during that segment. So uh, take a listen to that and then we'll come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to that there. Which team's the biggest threat to the Nuggets right now in the West? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm. That's who I'm going with. If Kawhi Leonard, and it obviously it's a huge, huge if, if him <laughs> and Paul George stay healthy or they're healthy come playoff time, it comes down to James Harden because I have no doubt that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to show up on the basketball court if they're healthy. If James Harden, obviously that's an if. I know what he's capable of doing, but if he shows up, I think the Clippers could win the championship. Ty Lue. I consider to be one of the top two coaches in the game of basketball. I think he's, he's exceptional, all right? And I'm going to say this. We don't do it enough. Ladies and gentlemen, we all need to stand down and give some love to Russell Westbrook. Norman Powell can ball. We got that. We know the people, Terrence Mann, we like him. Of course, Kawhi, Paul George, James Harden, I get it. But Russell Westbrook shooting 46% from the field, just averaging 11 a game, coming off the bench. He is selfless, not selfish. He is an energizer bunny. He is a spark plug. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. We don't say this about Russell Westbrook. We're going to say it here on national television today. He's a leader. You can't roll up in that locker room playing half-ass, yeah. giving a subpar effort, and Russell Westbrook going to let you get away with it. Oh, no, 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 no. He ain't scared of nobody. Rough rider. And that brother, mm. whatever you saw from James Harden, from James Harden, if you had any yep. question marks about what James Harden is going to give you, oh, you ain't going to have that question. about He, he ain't going <laughs> to be lackadaisical or subpar in a locker room with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook has taken a lot of criticism over the years, okay, from all of us. My God, it stops now. Ever since that man stepped on in, 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 right. in a Los Angeles Clippers uniform, he has been a huge plus for that team, and I think he's going to be a big reason why they're going to have a shot at the championship. Clippers. Clippers. Okay, I like that. So you heard the exchange. You heard what they had to say. Listen, um, they were out on a witch hunt for Russell Westbrook. It got to the point where it was so bad that people who customarily would not root for Russell Westbrook, all of a sudden began to root for him because they grew tired of the way that this guy was demonized in the media every single day. All of a sudden, people who were never Russell Westbrook supporters wanted to see him do good. And I can guarantee you there's a pretty big contingency out there that exists that would love to see Russell Westbrook win a championship. A lot of people would love to see that. Given all of the crap that he is that he had to endure 
as a Los Angeles Laker. To me, the thing I don't get was when David Betterman and this guy put out the report that he's a, a locker room vampire. I was like, when he got to the Clippers, I never heard any of these stories. So did the vampire lose his powers? What happened? Why is it that we only heard these stories when he became a Laker? We never heard that when he was a Washington Wizard. We never heard that when he was an Oklahoma City Thunder. We never heard any of that. We never heard it when he was a Clipper. So why is it only with the Lakers that we're hearing these stories? And why is it that whenever the whenever the Lakers and the Clippers play, Russell Westbrook never greets LeBron and these guys? Why is that? Why is that? Because he knew that they turned him into the scapegoat. He knew that. And anyone thinking otherwise is in total denial. Shannon Sharp was not going to hold LeBron account. He was not going to do it. He was not going to do it. He was going to blame everybody else just like he has been doing. He was going to put all of the blame on a Hall of Fame and Russell. Before that, everybody was up there twerking it up all over the place. Vegas had them as one of the, 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 the odd makers, the, the best teams to come out of the Western Conference. Everybody was hollering and, and, and screaming and stomping. And all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook became this terrible basketball player, and he forgot how to play basketball the moment he got to the Los Angeles. Like, help me figure it out. So to me, listen, I was glad that Stephen A. Smith brought it up, and you can see how uncomfortable Shannon Sharp felt because he was amongst the people trashing Russell Westbrook, and it is what it is. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Uh, we're finally back in our new, uh, new, our old studio, and because of transit, I wasn't able to really shoot that day. I was very tired the day I got back, and I just said to myself, I said, okay, let me just kind of mellow out and then slowly catch up on things and kind of get into a groove. Uh, and yesterday, we were, we were able to shoot some content. I had a, we had a great time pro producing all of those shows, uh, and then as I was watching the news cycle, I had, as I said in yesterday's show, I wasn't able to catch the Lakers versus, versus excuse me, Houston Rockets game. So they played that game. And, of course, you saw the highlights with the Dylan Brooks antics going at uh, Vanderbilt, going at LeBron James, slap, smacking him across the face and all of that. And, of course, with the Lakers, big team, big names. And you know that they're going to discuss them in, you know, on, on, on big media. So what happened? Yesterday on ESPN First Take, they were talking about the Lakers. They had Shannon Sharp on there. They had Kendrick Perkins on there. They had uh, Stephen A. Smith. And they were talking about the Lakers. And then it got to the point where Stephen A. Smith started to press Shannon Sharp on why he wasn't calling out LeBron for essentially being soft. Right? He's like, you're talking about Dylan Brooks. You're talking about all of that. You already knew what to expect with Dylan Brooks. He's like, but the fact of the matter is your man is soft. And then as the argument went on, Kendrick Perkins chimed in. And he was like, this is one of the reasons why. A lot of people will hold another thing against uh, LeBron when being compared to Jordan because they were like, Jordan will get in your face. Jordan's not going to tolerate all of this madness. And, you know, and, and and Stephen A. Smith doubled down on that exact point. And you could see Shannon Sharp beginning to get heated uh, during the argument. So what we want to do is want to play that exchange for you. It's a bit lengthy, but I want you guys to listen to it in its entirety. And I also want us to put up the image of Shannon's face and that whole kind of still of them. So you can see Shannon Sharp's expression because he was not happy uh, during that segment. So what we want to do, we want to play that for you guys now. And then we to come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to that there. And I believe he's a dirty player. That's me personally. That's one element of it. No disagreement there. I don't like the way Dylan Brooks did what he did last night. There's no doubt about it. But, Shay Shay, I'm very, very surprised. Actually, let me take that back. I'm not surprised that you left it at that. 
I'm not surprised that you didn't go any further because, I mean, Goat James, far be it to, far be it for you to besmirch him in any way, Shay Shay. I mean, stop it. The fact of the matter is this. Houston whipped their ass last night. Can we get oh, that out of the way? That's not why they lost, though, bro. I, 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 mean, I, understand, I understand that, okay. but what yeah. I said is you're usually complete with your takes. You right. were a bitch. You, you shortchanged your take. The Lakers right the, the Lakers were trash. You want me to say the Lakers were trash? It's nice to hear you say it because you should have said it at the start. Okay? Why? Hold, 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 wait a minute. No, 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 no. Don't start that shit. I'm getting on you now because if it was anybody else, it, listen, Kendrick Perkins, what would we have heard Shay Shay, Shannon Sharp say? You know what? The hell with that. You go low, we go high. You go low, I go to the basement. I go to the yeah, basement. Yeah. That's what he would say. Well, Dylan Brooks went low. Why didn't the Lakers go to the basement? Basement. How come you didn't bring that up, Shannon Sharp? You know why? Because you're a little bit, you get a little bit soft and sensitive when it comes to the goat chain. That's why. And I'm getting on you about that. Right and you hold on right there. The, I like the glasses. <laughs> go, I like the glasses but the point is, that's what you do. Here's the reality. We all know Dylan Brooks, who Dylan Brooks is. We may not like it. Guess who knows it better than anybody? The Lakers and LeBron James. Then what you go out there and get your ass kicked for? How come he scored 17 points? How come they were busting y'all you know what? How come they won the game by 16 points? You know what you're going up against. This ain't the first time Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks for years. What did LeBron James do to Memphis in the postseason when Dylan Brooks was talking all of that smack last year? They spent the closeout game up by 40. Dylan Brooks was like, he ain't scoring 40. I mean, no, you just got beat by 40, okay? They destroyed the Memphis Grizzlies and sent them home. And class personified, which is LeBron James, what did he do? He walked off the court of that playoff game. Am I right, Big Perk? Walked off the court of that playoff game without even shaking hands or greeting anybody because he was so disgusted by Dylan Brooks and the way the Memphis Grizzlies were acting. And so he smoked them and sent them home. That's what you were supposed to do last night. But you did it. And by the way, the Houston Rockets are 22 and 24. The Lakers are a 500 team. They're basically one game behind. You're vying for this is a team that you have to compete with for one of the playoff spots. You know this going into the game, what you go out and get your ass kicked for. So I get what you're saying about Dylan Brooks. No argument there. It's absolutely true. He doesn't need to be trying that nonsense, but he repeatedly does it. You know he's going to do it. Well, what the hell are you going to do about it? Because I can't see nobody rolling up to Big Perk or Shay Shay and do, no, with a history of doing stuff, and then you roll up in there and you do it again and get away with it. Because you know why? Because if they go low, you're going to go to the basement. And I have to get back to Shannon Shaw. I, I am so disappointed. I can't believe what I'm here. Kendrick Perkins, this man is sitting up there. Our boy, Club Shay Shay. This man is sitting up there. Too. That's football. Hell no. Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks. How come he's inflicting harm upon others, but somehow, someway, harm doesn't get inflicted upon him? How's that, he getting away with that? But see, How's but, he getting but, away with that? But you have to understand, the Lakers don't have a guy like that. So if you don't have a guy like that, you don't ask LeBron to go take that out. You have somebody, hey, Dylan Brooks come down the lane, you go upside his head, and you open him up like a melon. And then you wouldn't have to worry about Dylan Brooks no more. LeBron is 6'9", 260. I understand somebody else needs to do it. But especially if you're getting your ass kicked already, what's the harm in retribution? The fact of the matter is you got to inflict that yourself. When they, when they, when they and, go low, and, I go to the basement. And, I'm going to keep reminding you that. When and, they go and, low, I go and, to the basement. Yeah, but that oh, – Stephen A. 
Go ahead, go ahead, Perk. Go ahead. No, Shay Shay, I, I just want to stop you, okay? Because, see, Stephen A, let me tell you, he think he's slick as a can of oil. And right now, he's soaking this up. See, what, later down the line, at some point of this season, we're going to revisit that GOAT topic, right? And see, MJ, Jordan, he wasn't taking this type of nonsense. That's Jordan right. would get in your face. Jordan there was we ready go. to throw blows. There we so go. when we come Speak. on here... We, we, when you come on here, you got to be prepared and make sure you be conscious of what you say. Don't when help him out. What you trying to help him out for? What you trying to help him out for? Little broad James. Because he go, he go use it against you. He, 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 he goes against you. He goes against you. He goes But you have to understand, that was the era. When you had X-Men, you had Anthony Mace. Man, they cleaned that up. They're not gonna let you. You think Adam Silver gonna let you go let you put your hands around somebody? Oh, 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 like oh, let me answer that. Let me answer that. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 supposedly, Goat James is Goat James, and as a result, the rules are a little bit different. If anybody can get away with it, it would be Goat James. I tell you what, you going to deny that? You're going to deny that? Let me ask you a question. You remember what? when LeBron James got suspended when he caught Isaiah Stewart with an elbow? What oh, happened, Stephen A? Oh, oh, please. You talking about Isaiah? You talking about that cat Isaiah running <laughs> around that's after that's everybody took the hat and he was sprayed by about 20 different people? Really? Yeah. You know, when it was so you heard uh, the exchange there, right? Got pretty heated. Um, and Stephen A. Smith was basically calling out Shannon Sharp because Shannon Sharp is one of the people that was that's always been advocating when he go low, I go lower. When he go low, when I go lower. Uh, and Shannon at that point did not want to deal with the fact that uh, LeBron is not really somebody that's going to really defend himself, right? It's one of the reasons why a lot of people say uh, that he's a nice guy. To me, I don't personally understand it because LeBron James is how big? LeBron is what, six foot nine, 750,000 pounds? Like he's a huge guy. I'm being facetious, obviously. But LeBron is huge, right? And to be having players, especially players that are smaller than him, you know, doing these kind of things to him, it's like, when, 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 you know, when are you going to defend yourself? And that's what Stephen A. Smith was saying. When are you going to defend yourself? This is the same thing that was happening uh, when LeBron was in Miami Heat and they used to play against the Indiana Pacers and was it uh, not Danny? Uh, um, yeah, I think Danny Granger used to always go LeBron, man. It was like, they're like, yo, defend yourself. And then people out in the media had to come out, nah, well, you know, LeBron don't want to get into this and get into that. It's like, yo, bro, defend yourself. Nothing is going to happen. And that's what we talked about yesterday on yesterday's show. On yesterday's show, when we talked about this very thing, I was like, what's going to happen if LeBron finally decided, decided excuse me, to retaliate against Dylan Brooks? What's going to happen? His, his image is going to be tarnished. He's going to start losing sponsors. Hell no. If anything, people are going to applaud him for finally standing up and defending himself. I remember that situation with Isaiah Stewart. And the only person that was really ready to defend LeBron in that moment was Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was the one. And Carmelo Anthony was on the bench, if I'm not mistaken. Carmelo was the one talking about, ain't nobody coming through here. It was Carmelo. He was the one. To, and LeBron is bigger than Melo. And he's bigger than Melo, so it goes to show you somebody's heart is not about how big they are and all of that. It's not by that. It's not by that. Um, but we all know Jordan wasn't going to go for it, and Jordan wasn't Jordan wasn't willing. Jordan was willing to get into a scuffle with you and and fight you. We know this. We've seen the footage of it, right? So to me, man, um, it was funny watching Shannon Sharp get pretty bad. But he was just trying to skip over the whole thing like as if he didn't know what was going on. And Stephen A. Smith kept on pressing him on it like, nah, you're the one that's always saying when you go low, go lower, 
right? He's like, he's just not that dude. And it's something that some people will say. Some people look at when they're comparing these guys like, and this guy is also tougher too. You may not think it's a big deal, but a lot of people value that. Like, I want the tougher guy as well. The guy that's going to defend himself, that's going to defend his teammates in a fox. So if I'm picking guys to lead my team, these are things people are going to evaluate. So these are my thoughts. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. As you guys know, there have been a lot of athletes that people have made excuses for throughout the, the history of sports. But in my personal view, no athlete, especially in the sport of basketball, has gotten more passes and had more apologists in the media than LeBron. It's, it, it is not close. It is to the point where people now act like as if losing doesn't matter. It got so bad where they found a way to change the narrative from winning to now ring culture is toxic. When LeBron was winning all them championships, they was up there twerking it up, knocking over drinks, slapping each other with honey, high-fiving each other, gyrating all over the place. Do you know why? Because they were like, oh, we winning championships. Well, I thought championships didn't matter. I guess championships, they lose their value the minute LeBron can't win any. And then there's just been this reoccurring theme over the past 20 years, which is we got to get LeBron some help. What are we going to do for LeBron to get LeBron some help? And I'm sitting here thinking, why is it LeBron's birthright to win championships? Why? Everybody else had to figure out a way to win. Kobe had to do it. Jordan had to do it. Duncan had to do it. Dirk had to do it. D-Wade had to do it. Bird had to do it. But when it comes to LeBron, we have to sit up here and, and, and basically turn the media into one big machine of what are we going to do to help LeBron get uh, to, 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 to get LeBron help? And I'm like, why is this always the narrative? Why is it always? Everybody knows this except LeBron. They, everybody knows this. So what happened? This morning I was uh, scouring through the internet and I came across a, sh a clip from The Odd Couple, one of my favorite shows. Featuring Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. And as they were talking about it, they were discussing this very issue. Chris Broussard specifically. Chris Broussard, if you know anything about him, he's a LeBron supporter. He has been supporting LeBron and defending him for well over a decade now. I remember him back on ESPN First Take Days defending LeBron when he choked in the finals. I remember him then. I remember watching those shows of Chris Broussard defending LeBron James then. That's how far it goes back. That's how much he's been defending LeBron. But even Chris Broussard has reached the point where he is actually fed up of this narrative of we need to get LeBron help and this needs to be the number one talking point of the NBA media all season long, which is how are we going to get LeBron James more help to win championships? And that's what we want to get into today. But before we even get into his comments, this video is brought to you by our sponsor, Prize Picks. Price picks is really simple. Instead of just selecting a team, you just select two or more players, pick more or less their projected stats, and then you place your entry. For example, this week, I'm selecting two entries, Stephen Curry for more than 25 points, and then I got Anthony Davis for more than two blocks, and Damian Lillard for more for more than four three-pointers made. Price picks is also the only daily sports platform with an injury insurance 
policy. So for example, if you have a player who gets injured in the first half and doesn't return to the second half, that player gets automatically rebooted. What I also love about Price Picks is that it offers weekly promotions like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's go to pricepick.com CLNS, use code CLNS for a first deposit match to, of up to $100. And once again, once you support this sponsor, you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So what we want to do is want to play exactly what Chris Broussard and Rob Parker had to say on the Yacht Couple, and then we're going to come back and continue on the show. Take a listen to what they had to say here. It is not easy, obviously. Right, but building I'm... around LeBron and AD or LeBron, it, it just don't. These are good, pretty good players, I, and they're I... not. They're not getting it out. If everybody wants to blame Darvin Ham, fine. Didn't he win the in-season tournament? Darvin won Hamm? in-season tournament. They went to the Western Conference Finals a year ago with Darvin Ham. I'm saying this, Rob. Look, are we screaming from the top of our lungs? What is Philly going to do to get Joel Embiid a championship? Right. What is Milwaukee going to do to get Giannis a championship? Boston, Denver, do they need? I mean, this is your squad. If LeBron and AD are still that good, make it happen. I mean, at least to the point where you might be a top eight seed. It's just not a birthright. When Jordan was in Washington, was there all this talk about we got to get him somebody so he can win? You play it out. When Kobe's last year, was it all that talk? The last six years in Kobe, Chris. I mean, let's think about whatever they did. What did they not make it, Rob G, the last five or six years of Kobe's career? Chris, Kobe wasn't in the playoffs the last five years. That's what I'm saying. And again, look, I would love to see LeBron get a team that could compete for a championship. I'm just saying every single year, everybody's hand-wringing over what should his team do. I don't – I've never seen it. There's staff. Is everybody yelling about the, the Warriors got to do something? I just don't – I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, I guess is, is it because we know LeBron needs six or – you know, yes. once you get the six, there, is there that you go. It? You is just said it about? because it's uh, it's about LeBron, and people feel like, well, he can't waste away his last few years because people know deep down that if he can't even get to the six, Chris, even though he's lost all those other championships, they know without having six, he don't have a real case. Like they they need the six so to be able to say, well, he won as many as him. He went to m- many more. He's the all-time leading scorer. You know, like you got to compile yeah. this other stuff. He won the first in-season tournament. He did this. He did that. But if LeBron is stuck on four, Chris, right, with six losses or whatever it is, then it, what, what is your argument? What What I is mean, your I, argument? I, you know I think Jordan is the GOAT. I think there's an argument for LeBron. Um, I mean, if I, I I don't you know agree with it, but obviously the longevity, the individual accomplishments, you know, as far as the the counting stats, the leading scorer all time, gonna be top where he's top five in assists, um, and winning with multiple teams, like that's the argument. I, again, I think Jordan's argument is better, but 
I you right you might have hit it on the head, Rob. Maybe that I, I guess that's it. I guess everybody is like to make it a real discussion right. or to convince the old heads like us or something like LeBron win maybe he's got to win another because I've never seen this, Rob. Right, where, I've where, never where seen everything it where, is. No matter what they've done, no matter what players they've cleaned out, no matter who they bring right. in, it's never enough. If things aren't going right, uh, and you just said it, AD's having an All Star season. LeBron's having an All. That's not enough to win, Chris. Right. That's, that's not. not to that's even not enough. Be like legitimately competitive. Right. Other that, than that's you know, what I'm saying. How could I, that not be enough? Saying. So you have you heard what Chris Broussard had to say. Listen, um, do you know? That in some of the recent shows that I've seen Chris Broussard being critical of LeBron and holding him accountable. Do you know that I've actually gone through the comment sections of some of those shows and I've read LeBron supporters saying Chris Broussard is a fake LeBron James supporter. He's always been taking shots at LeBron. He's not a real LeBron supporter. He's a fake LeBron supporter in the mind of a LeBron. You know, it is it is fascinating what goes on in in a LeBron James fans mind. It is fascinating the amount of honey and twerking that takes place within these people's mind is unlike anything I have ever seen before. And the minute they notice that you're not twerking with them, they're going to stop the music, pull you over to the side and ask you why you not twerking with us. We over here gyrating, knocking over drinks, running people over, bursting through the door, and you over here not twerking. I don't understand it. It's like, you know how they say you got to be on code? You got to be on twerk mode with these people, 100% of the, and if you not twerking, they'll turn on their own. According to these people, Chris Broussard is hating. Just imagine. Chris is stating the obvious that everybody else sees except these dudes. The story has always been and will always be LeBron never has help. He never has help. And how are we going to get him some more help? This is one of the main reasons Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal got into that heated argument a number of years ago. I think it was in 2018 or so on NBA on TNT. Because Charles Barkley was like, you want everybody? You want everybody? And these people are like, how dare you? My question is this. If LeBron is as good as you say he is, why can't he win? If he is as good as you say he is, why can't he win? The, then the, the obvious answer then becomes, he's not as good as you say he is. That's it. That's all. It's not a matter of, oh, he needs more. They have two all-star players on that roster. Two. And according to you, Jokers, they got the GOAT. So it's like two plus one. And they still are out there floundering. And the answer is always, who are we going to get? Do you Every time I open up my Instagram, uh, uh, is, is it uh, uh, um, D'Angelo Russell for this guy? Dejounte Murray, is it this guy for this guy? Is it Shaq for Hakeem? Is it this? Who will the Lakers get next? Who's, I'm like, yo, what is going on? For, who cares? Who cares? And for Chris Broussard, who is a LeBron supporter, for him to be saying that, you know, and like he ran out of honey. He ran out of honey. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I've been twerking with you dudes for you. I'm tired. God damn it, I'm tired. 
And they're like, nah, in the comment, no, no, you're not a real, you're not a real LeBron supporter. He a, he a low key, low key hater because he's not willing to twerk for the cause. If he not twerking 100% of the time, he ain't really a LeBron. Y'all dudes be on something else. And they're not going to like this video. They're not going to like it, but I'm going to say what I think. You dudes are too much. Enough is enough. Like, enough is enough. I don't even care if LeBron, I don't care. Like, I'm tired. Please, like, let's talk about something else. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.